The Movie Hour, episode 84, May 20th, 2010. Spoiler alert, the following hour programming may contain both movie plots and swearing. Hello, hello. Welcome to the John Cryer Warehouse Fire Movie Hour. I hope everyone's having a fantastic evening tonight. I am Greg Maloney, and the weather is beautiful out right now in Michigan, if you happen to, you know, be in the mitten today. Uh, let's hope my colleagues in crime, James and Jeff, made it tonight. Gentlemen, are you there? I'm here. Oh, that's oh I'm here. We've got, bo- we've got both, both in the studio today. I'm actually uh, not in the studio. I've decided to uh, podcast straight from my bedroom, just sitting with my back against the wall, sitting in bed, talking with my two my two lads about the best thing ever, movies, best thing ever. Movies are pretty you cool. You know, I was thinking about this. I was at the library today, and I was listening to an NPR on the way to the library, and, you know, they're talking about North Korea shooting down that sub in South Korea and how South Korea doesn't know what to do, and they're talking about the oil thing, and they're talking. <laughs> here, we, here we are talking about movies. Yeah, you know. Some people have to talk about the important I'm ashamed things. of myself. <laughs> All, <laughs> we're, we're releasing very important information here, by the way. I, uh, I want to point that out. Like, yeah, when, they pick us up has... on, when they pick us up on NPR, we'll talk about something different. How's that? <laughs> Sounds good. I like the idea that like so there will be some like cataclysmic event that just destroys all the entertainment in the world except for the movie hour. People are forced to sit and listen to us with their families. It'll be fantastic. Have you seen TV? It's just as bad. <laughs> it's worse than us. That's, there's no doubt about that. I was looking at like everyone redoing their lineups for next season, and they're just like, yeah, we're going to do this awesome new show. I think it was... Uh, it was some stupid wedding thing. Like, oh, brides finding their best dresses for weddings. I was like, Jesus, like, this is it? <laughs> is that really a new show? Yeah. Cause I Girls I finding their dress for a wedding is a show. Yeah, like, I'm not surprised that it's a show. I'm surprised that it's considered new. I can't believe that it hasn't been done. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know, didn't know that was uh, common knowledge. Anyhow, um, I wanted to point out, Jeff, this is for your sake, actually, because you're always um, – I'm I'm usually the one editing, at least making the final cut decisions on the edit after the interns go through uh, through the show. And there's always Jeff opening beer cans, uh, as you may or may not know from from listening to the show. And I realize Jeff, I'm I'm actually drinking beer right now. If you open up your can before the show, it's not a problem. So you should like just open up all six of your cans before we start. Might not be a problem for you, but I have a little thing called taste. And what happens is when you open up the can, the taste slowly trickles out and upward and, you know, out the little hole. Also, it gets warmer faster. Right, right, because you you just don't drink it fast enough. Anyhow. Also, I I do it on purpose because I think it's funny to hear my beer cans opening when I listen to the podcast later. Right, right. You usually bring them right up to the microphone. Uh, The audience keep score, basically. It is is time. (laughs) So every time I've been editing them out, he just gets pissed off. Uh, It is time to discuss uh, our favorite thing in the world, movies. And uh, we will be starting that, of course, with our High Hunters Hollywood Hoopla. First topic... uh, I was going to discuss the Star Wars thing, but Jim, we'll get to that. Just hold on one, one more second. <laughs> uh, now that Iron Man 2 is out of the way, fan speculation has moved on to the Avengers and Captain America movies, which are going to be dope, by the way. Uh, one debate is the question of who will be playing the Hulk, if he is even in it, that is. Uh, fans of Edward Norton's take on the Hulk were being urged by Edward Norton to, you say Edward Norton like ten times, to write Marvel if they feel strongly about his portrayal of uh, Big Bruce Banner. Big Bruce Banner. Do you guys think... That Norton should be uh, portraying the Hulk in the movie, or do you think it should be just a new new person in general, or just or what, or what? I I've sent twenty five emails from different accounts already asking for Billy Crudup to come back. <laughs> um, be big. Yeah, I, I saw the Ed Norton one; wasn't really all that impressed. I didn't see the the previous edition, so I don't know if that one was any good. But from what I heard, it sucked too. So I don't know. Not real impressed. I figured you know just start new clean slate. New idea. We bring Tim Roth back from the Hulk movie and have him play the Hulk in the Now event. that's an idea. <laughs> interesting, interesting. I'm going to have to start 25 new email accounts again. <laughs> I don't even think they care. <laughs> they, they wouldn't listen to me because I'd be bitching too much. <laughs> bitching about the Hulk? Uh, about their mistakes in general. Oh, I thought you weren't really an Avengers guy. Um, I'm not. <laughs> you, I, you I'm just talking about Marvel in general, here. though. 
X-Men gotcha. and Spider-Man. You made a mistake. It's like, don't <laughs> screw this up like these other examples. Oh, next topic on the Alley Hunters Hollywood Hoopla. Star Wars fans still have things to look forward to. Screenwriter Leigh Brackett's original script for Star Wars Episode Five has found its way to the internet, and there are some interesting things that have never made it to the silver screen. My favorite of the list, Yoda's name being Minch. Original script. Minch. I thought I thought that was the best. Have you guys checked this that link out and see saw yeah. the, the different changes? I, I like the idea of Chewbacca going toe to toe with a Wampa. That would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Why yeah. did they? Whose idea was to say, "Wait a minute, we don't want the we don't want yeah, these two there beasts." Is, had a, there's two ideas I can get behind that one, and the fact that Lando was a clone. Can you think of a whole army of Landos? That would have been <laughs> awesome. Just making the same motion, made right. motion to their gun, like waiting, <laughs> waiting to shoot at someone. One Lando was almost cool enough to kill me. I can't imagine an army of them. <laughs> yeah, there were uh, a couple other things. No and this women might, would be safe. And this might give some uh, give some reasoning to why uh, Leia and Luke kick in Episode Four or Kip. Did I just say Kick? Kip? Kiss in Episode yeah. Four <laughs> is that it was planned that. Uh, uh, Luke and Leia weren't exactly uh, siblings, at least according according to this, and that Darth Vader may or may not may not be uh, Luke's father. Um, Are you saying like in real life or just in the, in like script? I mean, I mean in the because you Wars might shake some serious foundations here. <laughs> I think mostly they uh, they made the right choices, considering that's the the best movie of the entire series. Yeah, well, I can't blame them too think, much. Thinking about how much better it would have been if Wampa's just pretty much did a siege on their uh, <laughs> an army of Wampas would be pretty yeah, cool. an army of Wampas attack the entire base. Oh man, that'd be fantastic! Would I can, the Imperial I, March be involved? Because that'd be amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, we need to go. We need to go back to that. Speaking of the Star Wars universe, I, I did want to throw this in there. Uh, Mark Hamill, uh, of course, the, the Luke portrayer, has uh, been trying to bring his comic, The Black Pearl, to the big screen for quite some time. Apparently, he ha- he wasn't successful, so he just decided to say fuck it and make his own production company and direct it himself. So, for people that are uh, still following Mark Hamill around yeah. in his uh, in his now comic career. Yeah, uh, good for him. He remade the Punisher. Something, Genius. <laughs> something to look forward to. <laughs> so he didn't have an original idea. So what? Uh, who else? Who else? Everyone. Uh, next up, Robin Hood star Russell Crowe decided to walk out on a radio interview when the British host said his voice in Robin Hood sounded like, and I quote, Irish man, uh, an Irishman who vacations in Australia, which I guess is an improvement since... <laughs> He's been known to throw, uh, I guess, an improvement on not punching somebody because he's been known to throw and punch things when he gets upset. Temper tantrum. Yeah. What I like is his response. He said, you've got dead ears, mate. Seriously, <laughs> dead ears if you think there's an Irish accent. Yeah, <laughs> Just he, such a hilarious thing to say. He handled dead this ears. perfectly. I mean, the classic PR strategy, just the fuck you, it's not me, it's you. You're yeah. the idiot here. <laughs> not me. Yeah, is it, like I know I'm a brilliant actor. <laughs> pretty much going around, you know, pitching his movie for you know the the producers, and I'm sure it's a shit situation. But how many? He must be going through through those things ten times a day. Like he, he hasn't figured it out that he can just ignore people and just say like, yeah, if that's your take on it, sweet. But uh, apparently, fifty thrive fifty three million dollars later, people seem to like it. So, are you not entertained? Yeah, there you there you go. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, one last topic for the Holly Hunters Hollywood Hoopla. This one from the rumor mill. Multiple papers are reporting that Megan Fox will not be reprising her role in Michael Bay's Transformers 3. The rumor part of it is whether or not it is related to her icy relationship with Bay himself. Once Fox compared him to Hitler during an interview, which led, <laughs> which led to even more snarky comments between the two. It's so great. Just if someone, if you don't like someone, they're a lot like Hitler, because I don't like them. <laughs> Do you remember the, uh, yeah, you know, what was it, uh, like that uh, tenet, uh, socialism and, yeah, uh, national socialism in Germany leader? Yeah, Hitler. He's like him. He's like that yeah, he's guy. like Hitler. See, I always saw Michael Bay as more of a Pol Pot character, but I, I guess if, if you want to go Hitler, you can. Yeah, I, like... I, I, they really must be hurting here. Like, Megan Fox walks away from the movie. They've got tons of other stars already lined to be in it. I'm sure they're going to have issues. Let's try to find someone, let's see, like, under 24 years old and hot and female and dying to get a the star uh, opposite of all these other people. 
it is my honest belief that at least three out of four Denny's at two in the morning across America, you can find this woman waiting tables and just throw a bunch of plastic and makeup at her, and you will be set. <laughs> Megan at Fox. least in L.A. And her probably out act, Megan Fox. Well, careful. Likely. I was reading some of the, the fan responses to this, and people were like, yeah, we're pissed because we wanted to see her die off in the movie. Can't they bring her back for just a little bit? I thought that was kind of funny. They wanted to see her die. So the new fetish is not to see Megan Fox naked, but right. instead to see her killed. Okay, so internet users have moved on to darker, darker. <laughs> wow, yeah, that's, that's great. Pretty, that's pretty gross. That's very gross. Uh, that, that wraps it up for the hoopla, which brings us to the next feature. We have our movie reviews. This one's going to be rather big. Oh, never mind. I'll, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Uh, but yeah, let's start uh, the reviews with Jeff this time. Jeff, what's, what's you got? Uh, I saw uh, the Slam and Salmon with Greg actually. He and I watched it together. The uh, the Broken Netflix. Lizard, Netflix. <laughs> uh, the, the Broken Lizard movie, like the guys that did Super Troopers and Club Dread and uh, Beer Fest. They they came back for another one. It's a it's a restaurant movie, like in the, along the lines of like waiting or something like that. And it's got a lot of the good restaurant jokes, like the crazy cook and and just sort of like the 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 restaurant atmosphere, I guess, and the restaurant culture. It's pretty. I mean, it was pretty funny. It had uh, several very good like one-liners or like and just like several several laugh out loud moments. Almost none of them were very memorable. It was sort of one of those movies that you're very happy while you're watching it, but at the end of it, you go, "What did I just do?" Um, definitely, definitely had some uh, some pretty good. Oh, one thing interesting about it: uh, the uh, the Indian guy in Broken Lizard, Jay Chandra. Not gonna work anymore. Trandessacar, right. yeah, yeah. Trandessacar uh, is is the one that normally directs them, but this one was directed by Kevin Heffernan, uh, better known as Farva, the fat one. So, could you tell um, the difference? Like, was it the big one? Uh, no, not really. I mean, okay. you know, it's pretty much the same. Uh, but uh, it had a lot of um, had a lot of like cameos, kind of. Will Forte was in it. Um, Let's see. Michael Clark Duncan actually had a relatively large part in it, which was kind of funny. He was played he any music. He was pretty funny. Well, right? He was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jim Gaffigan had a small part. Vivica A. Fox, uh, Morgan Fairchild. I didn't realize this, but Lance Hendrickson was in it. I did not know that was him yeah. uh, when I was watching it. Yeah. You didn't realize it was him. It looked just like he. He's aged, but it looks just like him still. Yeah, I just, I guess I just wasn't in the frame of mind to be looking for Lance Henriksen. Right. So, um, so uh, quick question. Yeah. One of the waitresses, yeah, uh, a character named Tara or Tara, uh, was played by oh, Kobe yeah. Smulders. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, was, she, was she any good? She's from How I Met Your Mother, and I don't know. I'm not a big fan of hers on that show. She's kind of a throwaway type of role there. I just didn't know if she'd be any good I, in anything I was, else. I was not impressed at all. Okay. Uh, no. But, you know, maybe it was just so understated that I didn't right. pick it up. Well, you have a uh, – who does – like, I don't even remember Tara in that. You've got she's – the, She's the one that's, like, trying to pay her way through med school. Okay. And, Who's Carla Gallo then? Or Gallo? It's play Carla Stacey. Gallo. Stacy. Because I'm be, trying to uh, – You've got the host – it's not uh, the hostess, but it's someone else. Anyhow. Uh, wow. But but yeah, it's I don't. Even, there's so many people in that. Like they pretty much shot the whole thing in L.A. So there, it's just cameo city. Like anyone, who, hey, you're in town, sweet. Let's shoot, let's shoot something. You'll come over. It'll be great. Um, but yeah, yeah Carla Gallo was the chick at the very beginning at the table with the guy that shoved shoved the oh, uh, shoved the food in Kevin Heffernan's mouth. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. She's from uh, she's from Undeclared. Yep. That's right. That's right. Uh, I don't know. I thought. You know, I, I thought all the the waiters, waitresses, the people that were like pretty much you've got the Broken Lizard guys, and then you've got those two girls, April uh, Bulby and Kobe Smulders, or Smulders, whatever it is. Um, and I thought they all did a pretty good job. The, yeah, and Michael Clark Duncan, I think, was actually one of the funnier guys in the, in the whole thing. Like, he had some really, like, they obviously gave him some stupid lines, like, hey, <laughs> read these off. These are just throwaway jokes, but we'll see what lands. And, you know, it was hit or miss, but he had some pretty funny shit. I thought uh, Jay Chandrasekhar was uh, <laughs> was pretty funny as uh, his character's name was Nuts and his name was Nuts is because when he went off his meds he went totally crazy. When he was on his meds he was 
pretty like freaky normal, and he, he just played a very funny character. Right, yeah, and he, this he is does a, a good job. He's usually my favorite in the cast. Yeah, he he definitely he was my favorite. I think in this. Right, and I guess for people. For the Broken Lizard, like, troop just fans, like, you, you definitely have probably already seen this movie, but if you haven't, check it out. For anyone that is just looking for a comedy, I still think it's a, still a decent recommendation. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, for, 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 yeah, it's, it's funny, without a doubt, but it's not like, it's not like, cat, like, well, I guess, why would you compare it to Caddyshack? But it's not, it's, it's one of, <laughs> Please. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, not it's yeah, if you like Broken Lizard, you're definitely gonna like this. It's, it's, it's funny. It's, Probably better than Club Dread, not as good as Beer Fest. Yeah, I'd say that. Even for the the horror buffs, I think I'd say that. Um, but yeah, and uh, I'm I ended up getting it on Netflix, by the way, and I'm uh, I'm happy with it. Netflix.com. Bing. Uh, but yeah, uh, I guess that brings us to James. James, what you got? Greg, have they actually started paying you, and you're just not passing it along to us, or? <laughs> um. I didn't send you the hundred. I mean, the fifty dollars that they give me per day for. No, you didn't send me the hundred fifty dollars. Oh well, well. Uh, I thought you'll. It's probably in the mail, actually. So just make sure to check. <laughs> I, I I I look every day. <laughs> um, I ended up seeing a movie called La Strada, based off of uh, the life story of Eric Estrada. No, wait, I'm just kidding. Um, it's a, it's a <laughs> nice good one. You had me, but now I'm lost. <laughs> Can we pretend that it was the life story of Eric Estrada and just go from here? Um, it's a 1954 film from Italy, uh, directed by the famed Italian director Federico Fellini. Um, Did they even have chips back then? Have what? Oh, chips? Um, maybe. I didn't see any any in this movie because La Strada, from what I understand, is uh, the road in uh, Italian. But uh, yeah, I, I didn't see any any of Ponch and John sightings. So, um, but uh, yeah, this movie is about. Um, it's basically a story about a girl who kind of gets sold to this traveling performer, and it's not like a enslavement's type selling. It's more like, okay, here, you know, take my daughter, show her the world. You know, and the guy gives her the family like a lot of money to, in exchange. So basically, he's a traveling performer, street performer, um, does feats of strength and stuff. He's called Zampano, and uh, she's just ends up being like his sidekick. Uh, kind of does like little clown characters, plays an instrument, introduces him, that sort of thing. Um, they the whole movie's about life on the road for these guys. They drive around in a cart that is attached to a motorcycle that. Zampano drives it around from town to town, and every once in a while they hook up with a circus or a fair or something like that. Um, their relationship is kind of a little bit on the abusive side. Uh, Zampano kind of knocks her around a little bit. Is you know he's very verbally abusive, but she's a very meek person and not quite all there mentally, but uh, still, I mean, enough to you know participate in society, I guess. She's, she's just a little kooky, basically. So she kind of puts up with it. Um, <laughs> so, he, so he has to straighten her out once in a while. Basically, yeah. <laughs> but no, no, that's just me saying that you know, she doesn't know any better and pretty much puts up with it, basically. Um, and so the two key focuses to the movie is the life on the road and this interesting relationship between the two people. Uh, the three main a- actors do a really good job. Anthony Quinn, uh, young Anthony Quinn, plays uh, Zampano. He does a pretty good job. Um, there's a guy named Richard Basehart who plays a, a performer called The Fool that they run into often, and she kind of befriends him and wants to go with him instead of with Zampano. But uh, he, he does a really good job. He If there would have been like a Batman movie way back then, he could have played the Riddler. He he was perfect for that kind of role. Just very goofy, had this great laugh, just brought some energy to the screen. And then uh, Giletta Messina, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but uh, she played the main uh, girl, Gelsamina, and she does a really good job. Her kookiness is kind of portrayed in like almost like a Chaplin-esque type of performance. She's always smiling, goofy behind his back, or you know, doing weird stuff. But uh, yeah, overall. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good movie, uh, even with my normal 10% off for the uh, you know, reading bit. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if you like old movies... Like it's a percentage off. Yeah, 10% off, got to do it. Um, but if you if you like old films and you don't mind foreign films, I, I think you'll like this one. It actually won the Oscar for Best Foreign Film that year. 
And this was this was low on the the 250 list. Uh, yeah, we're right. in the back 100, I think now. The back 70. Maybe. Right. I'm looking right now. I know a lot of things have changed since you formed the list. I didn't know you guys were going in order. Uh yeah, we've been trying to go in order. Wow, and it's it's been what like seven years since you started? Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, the re- the reason I point that out is because now Lestrade is only two twenty four of the top fifty two fifty, so it's getting it's getting pushed out little by little. Yeah, that's a, it's a good thing we <laughs> by did Twilight, it. Twilight, probably. It, yeah. it was, was two eleven when we printed the list, so it's moving down. Oh, huh. hmm, interesting. Um, yeah. Sorry, I just need some beer drinking time. Uh, which which brings us to my movie review, which is the big one, the important one. And I was actually going to mention this earlier when we were talking about uh, Russell Crowe. I ended up watching Robin Hood, and he sounded British to me. I, I guess I, I don't really have an ear for hey, you know, heads Irish. Northern, Northern Ireland is part of Britain. Yeah, GP, GP, good point. Uh, anyhow, uh, I, th- Robin Hood. What was that noise? Are you making noise? I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> right, right. Um, anyhow, it was released this weekend, so uh, relatively new. You could you could call this the fourth incarnation, uh, fourth reincarnation of the the outlaw with a heart of gold. Uh, Is that including so, men in tights? No, it's not including men in tights. So fifth then. <laughs> well, actually, I put fourth reincarnation, but really it should be. The fourth incarnation, because reincarnation would apply five times, and then so, so it is you got it right three. then. Yeah, it's yeah, the fourth yeah, reincarnation. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, this is really Scott and Russell Crowe's second love child, first being Gladiator, of course. What yeah, actually did Scott do? Um, a Beautiful Mind too. No, no, that was Ron Howard. That was Ron Howard. Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah, there's. <laughs> <laughs> Same person. Anyway, uh, what I found surprising was actually the difference in story uh, and like the the script from not script, but the general story, anyways, from uh, the 1991 Robin Hood with Kevin Costner. I expected it to be pretty cut and paste, close to it, but yeah, it's uh, a little hard when movie, you don't have Morgan Freeman. Yeah, right, right. Um, in this movie, you actually have uh, a normal soldier uh, fighting for K- King Robert, who feels his own mortality and. Like pretty much like goes to his soldiers and ends up talking to Russell Crowe's character Robin. Uh, I think it's Longshot. I don't even remember. I don't even remember his name anymore. Um, but he ends up talking to his talking pretty much to his uh, soldiers to find comfort, and then later on dies and sort of looks to Russell Crowe to, to carry on something, and it ends up being Gladiator Two in the end of this end of this whole movie actually. Um, but what's interesting is. Just like in Gladiator, uh, Robin Hood slowly gains like political influence and turns that just to aid the people instead of actually uh, just becoming the greedy asshole that everyone else is, which sort of uh, separates him from the bunch. So yeah, this is like Gladiator. Makes me think that Robin Hood might actually be a good guy. Yeah, yeah, it pretty much ends up being Gladiator. Unlike that cartoon Fox. <laughs> Right. Anyways, his his na- his character in this is Robin Longstride. Sorry, not Robin of Loxley, like in the other one, which was a big which was a big change up that that lost me. Um, a couple of the pleasant surprises. Kate Blanchett actually is a fairly solid in this. Uh, I, I wasn't really expecting anything special. Uh, she does have a love relationship, like in the previous ones. Made she plays Maid Marian, and uh, it does seem pretty forced, especially like in the script and through the acting. Like she pretty much finds out that her husband died and then they try to like move in two hours later, her finding Robin hood attractive in, in like two, like two hours of script time, not in like two minutes in real time. It's really weird. Anyhow. Um, I think other than that though, uh, any, any Kate Blanchett's good Blanchett unless she's a Nazi looking for aliens. But anyhow, (laughs) that's neither here nor there. Uh, the other thing, uh, Robin's clan of merry men consists of like three fellow soldiers, so it's a little different from Christian Slater. No, no Christian Slater. No Dave Christian Chappelle. <laughs> no, no, no. Dave a bear. Chappelle. <laughs> no, uh, but they pretty much follow him around during the movie, and they give you the only last during the movie too. Uh, the best being uh, the guy that plays Little John, uh, Kevin Durand. Ke- yeah, Kevin Durand. Of lost fame. <laughs> He's at some point he's yelling across the room during like a party, a celebration of, of sorts, just say yelling, I'm gonna make you smile, being a friendly way of saying we're going to have sexual intercourse to a woman on the other side of the room. And it's the funniest it's, I I laughed out loud to it, just <laughs> yelling, I'm gonna make you smile and just thinking, Wow, he's gonna yeah, anyhow. Funny. Uh 
on, on the other good notes, uh, Max von Sydow and Willem, uh, William Hurt and Mark Strong in their various roles are, are all very believable. Uh, Good. Uh, I'm, I'm becoming plays, a Mark Strong fan, so I'm, I'm... Right, right. Sado plays Loxley, who is like sort of a, a small Robin of Loxley, like a small side character. Um, he plays the father and ends up sort of taking in Robin Hood, uh, Robin Longstride, in toward, it becomes a father figure, etc. William Hurt is the guy uh, that sort of plays high up to the king. Uh, king Robert, uh, spoiler, ends up dying. And then King John takes over, who's like your gladiator-esque, too soon to have the throne asshole. And William Hurt's like the second in command and tries to like turn him around, etc. And Mark Strong plays the bad guy, and uh, he does he does do a very good bad guy in this. And uh, uh, yeah, I, I think they all did very well, and it, it ended up bringing the movie together. Uh, in short, though, I, like I had zero expectations going into the theater, and I was pleasantly surprised. But I think. I think in general, people, if you if you go to see this, hoping for, you know, you've got a lot of big names hoping to produce. Like I don't I don't think you're going to be that impressed. And, and in terms of all the other movies out there right now, um, I would probably go see Iron Man two and and uh, the Losers before this. But I was I was surprised. Um, what did you think of Scott oh, Grimes, the guy who plays Will Scarlet? He I love him. Like I, I'm a Band of Brothers fan, <laughs> so he he. Uh, he didn't get many lines, but he again just has sort of the, um, like the snappy comments, just like in that, like the sort of like the one-liners of like, oh, Robin, yeah, like there's a part where, um, Russell Crowe meets up with Maid Marian, but they don't know about it. Like he takes off and says, hey, I'm gonna leave you guys here in town. I'm gonna go meet up with meet up with this chick who they know nothing about. He later comes back with her. And they're just all make comments about, oh yeah, that's a good good play right there, Robin, because all of them are just you know commoners and they're making fun of him coming home with a pretty much a, a female lord, if you will. But Think yeah, I thought, ladies. Yeah, lady. Yeah, <laughs> female lords. Yeah, or maid um, I think they're called ladies. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. For the record, uh, you kind of called me out about the uh, whatever it was that I said uh, that Russell Crowe was in that really Scott didn't direct The Beautiful Mind. This is the fifth movie that they've worked on together, though. Since Gladiator? Uh, including Gladiator. Fourth movie since Gladiator. Really? Holy shit. Yes. Or what else? A Good Year, American Gangster, Body of Lies, and Robin Hood. Wow. Interesting. Wait, was I, he in Body of Lies? I think I was thinking of State of Play. Yeah, yeah, Body of Lies is what I was thinking of. Yeah, Russell Crowe. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I, uh, I am sorry. I stand corrected. You're, you're the man, Jeff. You're the no, man. I was, I was also wrong. I just wanted to make everyone aware <laughs> that you were equally wrong and that we're both idiots. Right. Uh, one, two more things I want to mention. What I found out actually just before I saw the movie was that they actually left this wide open for the sequel. Like, I'm actually, I'm surprised that they didn't sign people up for multiple movies because it's that open-ended pretty much at the end of the movie um king john goes back on everything he said and declares russell crowe's character even though robin helped him pretty much hold his throne uh declares him an outlaw at the very end so he's not even you know against helping you know outside working outside the system in england he's pretty much helping them beat the french in this movie so they leave it wide open and they sort of like end with him Running around in the forest with a bunch of merry men, and yeah, that that that's what surprises me is they didn't sign sign people up for a multi, like multiple movie deal because All right. this like they, it made enough like I think opening weekend it made thirty six and then it had a big worldwide release. Um, but... How was the uh, music video? <laughs> the <laughs> Adams did not make it to this one, <laughs> right? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't uh, notice. That. I said that with my best straight face ever. By the way, that's a pretty esoteric joke. I hope our <laughs> listeners get that. It's a reference to the Kevin Costner music. Yeah. All right. Yes. Right. Anyhow, yeah. Spent, spent too much time on Robin Hood uh, already, but um, yeah, I, I would recommend go seeing a different movie. But if you know, I don't think you're gonna be upset if you're hoping for a decent Robin Hood remake. I, I, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if it popped up in the future to a, a sequel to this. So heads up, heads up. Uh, yeah, we actually have a special pr- surprise for you today. This is, this is a uh, unordinary. This isn't, this is not our, our normal scheme here. We actually 
Jim was uh, had a very, very busy week, and he was unable to get a quiz ready for us in time. And I was actually going to make a quiz because I couldn't really – we can't rely on Jeff for anything around here. But Jeff said, no, 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 I'll take care of it and made a quiz. I hope it actually works out. Today is quiz day, and Jeff will be running the quiz tonight. So I have no idea what's going to happen. This could be complete pandemonium. We'll see. But, uh, yeah, I guess, Jeff, um, start us with uh, what, 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 are we do, what are we doing here? All right. Uh, so here's, here's going to be the situation. It will be competitive. All right. All right. Pitting brother I, against brother. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't faced, against, faced off against Jim. In Ooh, a movie brother time. quiz? Cool. Oh. Yeah, it's, no, it has nothing to do with that okay. at all. Um, so I, I went on to IMDb and – clicked on several actors and went to the trivia portion of their pages and picked just little nuggets that some of them are amusing and some of them are uh, a little more telltale about those actors and actresses. Um, And I have at least four uh, pieces of trivia from imdb.com that I'm going to read in order. I believe that the order will be will make them more and more obvious. The fourth one, hopefully making it relatively obvious which one it is. When you know the answer, please shout it out. Is everyone clear on the rules? Yes. How did how did you pick the actors? You just thought, okay, I'm going to look this actor up and see what the trivia is. Randomly. Like. <laughs> Completely random. Completely <laughs> <laughs> random. Uh, just, yeah, picked, picked actors right. sort of like, you know, I, I wonder if it's algorithms. Well, fortunately, <laughs> fortunately for me, I'm very uh, knowledgeable with all those the porn actors' names, and I'm sure those are on the top of Jeff's head. So we'll we'll know. We're we're both. Uh, we got it, Jeff. We got it. Thanks. This is gonna be good. Okay. Very good. Jason Schwartz. Number one. Jason Schwartz. <laughs> his idol. His, wait, these are all actors, right? The, or actors actresses. and actresses. Okay. All right. Well, his okay. idol, Al Pacino, called him the best actor of his generation. Johnny Depp. I'll go with Leo DiCaprio. Unauthorized biography by Jane Kelly is called blank, uh, the blank being right. this, this person's name, Living Dangerously. Michael Keaton. <laughs> Not Johnny Dangerously, <laughs> Living Dangerously. Damn it. Damn it. Um, Shore. Auditioned to become a member of the Irish boy band Boyzone, but was turned down. Colin Farrell. Nice. Oh. He's Irish, <laughs> and he was in that one movie with him, The Rookie or something. Yeah, The Recruit. recruit yeah, there, there were actually it. a couple references to The Recruit in there. All right. So well, that movie Jim was one, terrible. Greg Zero. Must feel pretty good, Jeff. I know my yeah. Irish boy uh, band people, yeah. what can I say? All right. Uh, the, the fourth one, in case you're curious, is that he was son of Irish football player Eamon Farrell. So they, they get pretty easy. All right. This is, this right. is like often playing, known uh, as Catherine Blanchett. This is like playing trivia at the bar where, like, the last one's a dead giveaway. Yeah, yeah like, exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, second one. Before he became an actor, he ran the family sporting goods store in Cleveland, Ohio. True mm, Carey. Benicio Del Toro He was voted the 13th greatest movie star of all time By Entertainment Weekly Harrison Ford Mm, Tom Hanks He was nominated for 9 Acting Academy Academy Awards In 5 different decades Wow Uh, Jim's gonna get this (laughs) I'm I'm in deep thought right now Do you say 9 times in 5 decades? Yes. Sean Connery. Um, it's a bad guess. I'm terrible. I'm bad. He has his own line of food products. Paul Newman. Thank you. Damn it. <laughs> Should have known. Okay. Jim, two, Greg, big goose egg. <laughs> it's a small right. goose egg. Small <laughs> goose egg. Next one. <clears throat> person was banned from the Philippines in September of 1998 for making derogatory remarks about the country. The president of the Philippines condemned this person publicly. Russell Crowe. Wesley Snipes. (laughs) There aren't that many countries that Wesley Snipes left. (laughs) He's upset everyone. Dated Matt Damon, 
Ben Lee and Billy Crudup before marrying Hugh Dancy. Huh. Claire Danes. Nice! Wow. Jim, three. Great. Is this all because of that stupid movie she was in? That's what led me to that, yes. I don't know if it's why it happened, but that's what inspired me, guys. Claire up with Billy Crudup? That, that, that's what always... IMDb says. I'm not they were in a movie together, actually. I'm not actually vouching for any of the factual... I'm just saying this is what IMDb says. That's what all you Americans say. All right. Next person is very interested in the supernatural and has an extensive collection of books on the subject. Steven Seagal. Um, <laughs> Warren Beatty, I don't know. Warren Beatty. <laughs> Was offered the role of D-Day in Animal House, but turned it down. Oh, I've heard this, too. Shit. Um, who, who could it have been? Aykroyd. Nice! Wow! Jim was yeah. doing yeah. better than I expected. That was just a guess, too. Damn it. <laughs> that was just damn. a guess. That's a yes. really good guess. Right, so is I'm that just... four now? Uh, yeah. yeah, I think so. Alright, this next one is my favorite, so maybe I should save it for last, but I, I'm not going to. Uh, Bill Murray. August 3rd, 1990, his family made an intervention to try and get him to control his drug and alcohol abuse problem and enter rehab. He entered rehab for 30 days and ended up staying sober for exactly 366 days. His main goal was to make it one year, and after making it, he drank the very next day at Nicolas Cage's home. Jesus. Is that a Artie Lang or something? (laughs) Let's see. Let's go I just want to point out, August 3rd is my birthday. I just want to point that out. Um... I'll go with uh, Sean Penn. I'm gonna, okay. Uh, f- May 22nd, 1998. Upon release from the hospital, he checked into Promises, a rehab center, where he stayed for only one day. His car was later pulled over, and police arrested him for using medications and drinking. He re-entered Promises on doctor's orders. Robert Downey Jr.? Chuck Sheen. Yes! Greg gets on the board. Yes! The rest of it's a rap sheet just like that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm surprised there weren't any hookers involved in any year. Oh, there were. They came in later. Yeah, okay. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) And he just re-signed on Two and a Half Men. Yeah, yeah. Two and a Half Men star comes back for another season. Goddamn TV. All right. This one I have a feeling will go pretty fast. Uh, this person is a huge fan of animals and has owned dogs, cats, birds, squirrels, and a pig. Hmm. Um, Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I don't have a guess. Howie Long. <laughs> this person has Howie a quote from William Shakespeare's King Lear tattooed on their right shoulder that reads, We will all laugh at gilded butterflies. Wow. Um... We'll go with Angelina Jolie. Haven't you seen her, his, her tattoos? Come on, I've got them memorized. Jim, no. I've got them memorized. First Bob's... ever female to grace Gorezone Magazine's front cover. Gorezone? Gorezone? Uh, you, don't, you don't subscribe? I don't Gorezone even know what that Mag- is. Michelle Rodriguez. Uh, um, Megan Fox. Nice! Oh. Yes! Another chick with tattoos. <laughs> Dude, yeah, uh, I gotta read the last one. Names <laughs> Sheila Buff as one of her favorite people ever. <laughs> she says, not Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't seem so much like Hitler, like everyone else I know. <laughs> He's such a guy. Alright, so it's 5-1. Right. 5-1. How many more we of these got, do you have? We got four more. Four more. Four more. Alright, All right. go ahead, go ahead. Uh, he and his wife met through a dating service. Um, Kevin Klein. It's not a bad guess, but it's not right. It's... <laughs> All right, and here's one, and I can't believe this is actually true, but it, it... <laughs> I didn't even know this existed. He has a horseshoe kidney, which is two kidneys fused into one. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that gave it away. Uh I had to come on, I had to use that. I go Josh Brolin. John Candy. <laughs> nice, alright. 
has his own private chapel in his grounds where he attends mass every day. Oh, Gibson. Nice. Yes. Good job. All right, I just need to make sure Jim doesn't clinch it. That's 2-5. Okay. Once refused, next person, once refused to wear shoes during a photo shoot because they were made out of leather. Hmm. Woody Harrelson. Bob, Bob Barker. Kate Winslet calls him the best actor of his generation. Leo Di- DiCaprio. Um, That's not right? Fuck. <laughs> I was waiting for a congratulations. I'll go with Sean you Penn. Really... Vertigo! <laughs> Alright. Alright. Uh, Often brings his mother or any of his three sisters as his date to movie premieres or award Joaquin shows. Joaquin Phoenix. Ice. Is it? Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's correct. Who did Next. Win- when did Winslet and him, what movie did they meet up in? And maybe they didn't. Maybe she just admires from afar. No way. Did they just hang out? No way. But no, she could just say that he's good. I don't know. They got nothing. I, I, I just I, I kid Joaquin Phoenix friend of the show I love you I would love you okay so next I, person I'm out of the, the game the part of Boone in National Lampoon's Animal House once again was originally written with him in mind but due to a scheduling conflict he had to turn it down um Tom Selleck I think I've read this too shit I don't know Tom Selleck <laughs> Voiced Johnny Storm slash the Human Torch in an early Fantastic Four radio show. Casey Kasem. <laughs> it does look sort of like Casey Kasem. <laughs> Boone in that. Right. Um, I don't know. Accidentally broke Robert De Niro's nose. Wow. So when... Sean Penn. <laughs> it's your go-to. <laughs> he hangs out with other actors. Come on. I don't... I'm trying to think of a movie where... Yeah, go ahead. All three of his brothers were in the movie Scrooged. Bill Murray? Bill Murray. (laughs) Jim got it. Did I not say that before he did? It sounded like me to me, but that's just me. Yeah, uh, you know, (laughs) hey, Greg, welcome welcome to my world. It definitely sounded like Jim beat you by by a pretty decent margin there. I'm curious. Is there a movie where Bill Murray punches De Niro in the face? Uh, it was when they were doing Mad Dog and Glory. Yeah, that was oh, the name of it. Yeah. Yeah. I knew oh. they did one. I'm like, what is that? So that was the first one in a while where we've gotten to the fourth answer. Yeah. Or the fourth. Nice job. Not bad. So that was seven to three in the end? Seven, uh, seven to two. I have one more, as a matter of fact. Okay. All right, go ahead. Got Johnny Depp his first acting job. Chino. Sure, why not? Let's go Sean Penn. <laughs> why not? Suffers from... Vertigo. <laughs> um, hmm. Richard Grieco. Uh, don't know. On his upper back, he has a tattoo of a monitor lizard with a top hat. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Will actors, right? How do you not know that? I'm just kidding. I didn't know that either. All right. On The Tonight Show with Jay Leno, he told Jay that he took his uh, his, his fake name that he's made up for himself from a comic book character named Luke Cage. The first Nick Cage? Flash- <laughs> Nick Cage is correct. Nick Cage got Johnny Depp his first role, huh? That's what IMDb says. Huh. Interesting. All right. Must have known Wes Craven or something. Well, Weird. Nick Cage isn't part of the Coppola family, so it wouldn't be out of the ordinary, I guess. Dude, they're all they're all dipping in that ink, aren't they? Fuck yeah, I, I had to avoid... Like, you go to his trivia page, and it's like three out of four of them are like, cousins with, aunt, his aunt is, nephew is. Like, like yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. It's lame. Not bad, Jeff. That wasn't... That wasn't, a, that wasn't a bad quiz, I uh, must admit. Yeah, that was I was fun. expecting... Good job. I've got an idea for another... Like, in the future, if we do this, we should do... Like, if Jim and I are going head-to-head again, it should be, like, about siblings. It should be, like, some kind of siblings thing. That'd be that'd be awesome. Yeah. It'll be all about the Baldwins. It'll be a quiz about the Baldwins. <laughs> Multiple-choice Baldwin quiz. <laughs> Is like there it. such a person as William Baldwin? <laughs> oh, awesome. Yes, no, all of the above. Yeah, so that... Uh, Getting to the end of the show, we, we should start wrapping up. Our, our final feature of the night, the Parker Posey play-along. Everybody's favorite. Um, 
we bring a question on the show, answer it live. You can find it and uh, play along with us, and uh, we'll bring up your answers every week. Uh, you can find it at gungapit.com and also at the Movie Hour uh, page on Facebook. Uh, my question was actually the most recent. Uh, the question was, what was the last movie you saw in theaters that you were happy with and why? Mainly, mainly asked, just because it just seemed like there was just nothing out nowadays. Nothing out. Um, there were quite a few good answers. The one which is actually probably the most recent movie that I've been the most happy with, uh, Scott P's answer, No Country for Old Men, which is quite a, quite a while ago. Uh, two Coen, Coen Brothers movies ago now. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, but, yeah, a long time ago. But that movie was great when I saw the theater. Loved it. And uh, uh, that was a, a solid answer. I did, I did find it interesting that there were a couple answers for Iron Man 2. And uh, as as you know from last week, I wasn't that happy with it, but still a decent movie. Still a decent movie. Um, uh, yeah, I was hoping so to see that, something really old, but yeah, nothing super old. Someone bust out the last good movie I saw was Gone with the Wind. <laughs> yeah, in theater. Uh, Jedi yeah. man, Jedi. <laughs> Somebody's still got a Jedi shirt rocking. There hasn't been a good movie since Return of the Jedi. I really like that attitude. That's yeah. Great. Anyways, um, next question will uh, I believe is brought to you by Jeff. Jeff tonight. So Jeff, Jeff, what you got? I say that all the time. What you got? Go on. What you got? What you got? All right. So I was I was thinking hard about this one, and I was having a really difficult time coming up with anything. So I'm going to go with something that, that's kind of uh, been in my back pocket. I'm not real happy about it, but it's it's a, it's a it's a this or that question. And the question is, do you like a movie better that's in space or under the sea? <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is... The... <laughs> At least this has to do with ice this cream. Is, this is your Hurricane Katrina, Jeff. This is your, <laughs> this is your Katrina. <laughs> oh... I couldn't come up with anything good. We've gone through so many questions involving movies. It's impossible. Okay. Yours was right. terrible. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... So what's your answer? Do we like movies <laughs> when they are set in space more than movies set underwater? Everybody's going to say space. Everybody's going to say space. <laughs> Under the sea sucks. Oh, God. Help me out here, guys. Pitch in. Better question. Better question. Better question. Uh, Jim. <laughs> All right, let's see. How many, like, there's got to be what? Let's let's just guess. Let's let's theorize here. How many more movies are set in space than underwater? <laughs> I would say the ratio oh. is something like five thousand to two. <laughs> Not to mention, like, some of the space movies are just like submarine movies because they have to, you know, they get hit and they have to, you know. Well, that was what gave me the idea for the question. But yeah, I mean, there are a couple of submarine movies, and there's like Sphere and uh, the, the Abyss. Abyss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, which man. was freaking sweet, but still, <laughs> that's fantastic. I like it. Uh. All right, fine. Who's your favorite actor? Go. <laughs> how about how about uh no, I, I don't want to change your I don't want to change your question, dude. I can't change That's your a question. Bad question. I could not think of anything. I was working on it for uh a lot of the day today actually in the back. We'll take of my head. we'll take this time to plug the fact that if anyone has a question for Jeff that uh, <laughs> you could use, you can you can uh, find him in uh, yeah, yeah, email words or uh email gungapit at uh, gmail.com and uh, I'll totally just see it and pass it on to him but it's cool it's cool uh, I don't know how about best cartoon where somebody dies ready go cool I don't uh, <laughs> best cartoon where somebody dies Waltz with Bashir yeah uh, I guess that works several people die in it it's just it's, lots uh, of people die in that movie it's lots uh I mean you know it's not a traditional cartoon but it's intense and it's awesome and I, I really enjoyed it Right, Bambi. It's like that's like a cartoon. Like. <laughs> Bambi. This that's a good waking life's a cartoon. Waking yeah. life is a cartoon. Yeah. Spoiler alert: the kid's dead. <laughs> uh, right. Um, hmm. Bambi. That's yeah, a good one. I'm going with Bambi. Yeah, Bambi's tough to beat. I like that. I like that a lot. Bambi's such a great movie. 
This is tough, dude. What about no? She doesn't die. I was about to say, I was about to say the sword in the stone, thinking like that evil witch dies, but she just gets sick, and then they they drop sunlight on her face. Which that is was funny. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Nobody dies in that. I don't know. I can't answer my own Parker Posey that I brought. Doesn't up. the um, doesn't the uh, awful queen die in uh, Sleeping Beauty? Sleeping Beauty. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, she gets rocked by the mountainside. That's true. That's Boom. Good. Out of here. Um, well, it's not bad. I was trying to think of uh, if Howling movie, Howling's Moving Castle has anybody die in it, but I don't think it actually does. And then you've got Beauty and the Beast, where the, the what's the bad guy's name in that movie that dies? Oh, Garcon. Yeah, is it, is it Garcon? Gaston. Garcon. Gaston. Gaston. I was gonna say Gaston's boy. Gaston. <laughs> Yeah, he dies because he wants to just kill people all the time. That's terrible. Yeah. Anyways, peace. An excellent question, Jeff. We'll bring it. We'll bring it. Uh, bring it to the board. Sorry. And you can you can answer it. Dougie dot com and uh, the movie hour page. But uh, yeah, it's uh, Parker Posey play along. Still, still my favorite feature. Hollywood Hoopla is getting up there. I like the Hollywood Hoopla. Right, right. Everybody does. Uh, but, yeah, this is uh, another fantastic episode. James, Jeff, uh, beautiful night outside. Uh, maybe maybe it's time to go see a drive-in, drive-in movie. They still is exist? There, I think there's, like, one or two. Isn't there one in, like... Wow. I need to yeah. go. Wouldn't that be sweet? Would you not want to be right now? Hopefully our listeners are listening to this at night. Beautiful night out. Picture yourself at a drive-in movie theater. That'd be... Fantastic. What movie would you want it to be? That's my Parker Posey play. <laughs> That's Star a good question. Again. You shouldn't have said that. That's a great question. That is a good uh, question. Maybe we'll just maybe we'll bring that to the boards and and throw some answers up. Anyhow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that that's it for this evening. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you uh, for your comments, per usual. And uh, yeah, uh, take care, everyone. And uh, James, Jeff, thank you for the input. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. Hope you enjoyed. Drive safe, everybody, and I do apologize for that Parker Posey disaster. (laughs) The John Cryer Warehouse Fire Movie Hour. See you all later. I'm trying something new. I'm sitting in bed. Dude, that that would be a disaster for me right now. (laughs) I'm sitting up, though. Like, my back's against the wall. Oh, my God, it's a wall. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Rock and roll. Rock and roll.